Good. The uh, it's man, it's officially like yeah, winter obviously around here. Like it's too dark outside for like natural lighting. So like the lighting's now all weird in in my room, and we got some stockings now. <laughs> yeah, I've. <laughs> yeah, there. Oh yeah, Nate, look at that. Yeah, and Addison. Oh, Addison, yeah, Addison, yeah. yeah. Baby's first stocking. I don't very think we cute. had one for last year. Very, very cute, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm at the office today, so our lighting is always kind of weird here. Um, but um, hopefully everyone can see us, all right? Yeah. Um, hey, what's that picture of the of CTA over there on your right side? Ooh, um, oh, yeah, I should. It's, it's oh, super cool. Can I? Yeah, know? you have to pick, yeah, pick up your laptop and... Does that work? Give us there all the Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, like an abstract painting of just the, the CTA. Um, most people wouldn't like recognize it except for people who live in Chicago and right. take the CTA. Um, yeah, it, just an artist in Chicago. We, we saw it in a restaurant and I was like, oh my God, I love it. Uh, so we just we bought it out of the restaurant. Um, yeah, it's, I love it. I, I talked to a guy though, um, what's his name? Dennis. You might have even met him along the years. He, he used to work in the same office as like, as uh, as uh, every block, Dennis McClendon or something like that. He makes he's an actual map maker. Yeah, and I showed this to him because I thought he'd be he. I think he actually drew the CTA maps, if I'm not mistaken, like for the city of Chicago. Um, made those maps. Like he's a really smart dude. Who'd like ma you know, making maps is like really hard. And I showed this to him. I don't think he liked it. Uh, everyone else in Chicago likes it, but because he made the actual maps, I don't think he liked the abstract version. He was like, "Why would anybody like this?" Because right. It's not accurate and yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. He, so that was funny. Cool. So, um, uh, actually, I want to tweet something. I know we're live here. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to share something uh, that we did and, and talk talk through it a bit. So. Hang on, let me just get this this link again here. Um, uh, um, whoops, shoot, sorry. Uh, this is weird. I'm showing myself. Sorry, this is kind of awkward. All right, there we go. Fine. Um, Okay, hopefully that, that works. All right, cool. So um, I thought I could show something today. It's been a while since I've showed something, so I'm going to share my screen. And what I want to talk about, or what I want to show is, is some of the decisions we made around a couple different um, <coughs> blank slate style onboarding things. Um, and before I get into showing, sharing my screen, uh, let me talk through a couple of the things we wanted to, to achieve here. Um, when, when you start a new base camp, you, you have six blank tools or six empty tools. Actually, let me just do it. Let me, let me just do it, and then we can, we can walk through it. Cool. So I think I'm sharing my screen now. Um, can you see my screen? Whoops. Okay, cool. You see it? Yep. All right, cool. Um, so when you, when you go off and you create a new base camp, um, I'm just going to call this um, work in progress demo, whatever. Um, you go ahead and, and you decide, you know, you, you name it, and then you decide who do you want to add from your, your own company to it. I'm just going to say nobody right now just so we don't uh, get anyone in, in. And then it says, do you want to, are you working with a client? Uh, no thanks. And do I want to add anyone else, like an external contractor, a lawyer, accountant, outside firm, a collaborator? No, I don't. Okay, so I'm all set. So what I want to show you is some of the, the, the sort of blank slate onboarding stuff we, we did in Basecamp. So I just created a new Basecamp. Um, and... Uh, we have a little welcome thing here at the top. And um, base camps begin with um, six tools. 
So you've got a campfire, which is where you can chat and hash things out quickly. Uh, you got a message board where you can post topics and to-dos to outline and divvy up work, schedule to set deadlines and milestones, check-ins with your team, and place to keep assets and files. And so we had these we had these blank things, these tools to get started. But we thought to ourselves, like, we want to suggest a golden path, right? So we're you know you've got six things. Like, where do we want you to start? What do we want you to start with? Um, and we 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 talked a lot about this and and. Um, you know, some some of us are like, we want well, we want to suggest that you write a kickoff message, which is like a, a big message that you send out to the team. Hey, we're using Basecamp for this and whatever. But we realize that our pattern is not that either. So like we didn't want to encourage people to do something that we didn't do ourselves. Sure. Um, what we typically will do is we'll jump into the campfire and just say hi. And the campfire is the chat room basically. It's like, hey, get we just started this new new base camp, like here we are, right? And so um what we did was we, we, we had this message here, like welcome, and we have some text. But the thing we're doing first is we're pulsing the, the, the campfire um, tool. Now, I'm assuming people can see this on the screen sharing. I don't know what the fidelity of the animation is. Is, is that pulsing? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, I can see it good. Okay, so it's, it's pulsing, and the frame rate's really nice and clean, so it's a nice, nice animation. Um, and it's basically just inviting you to, like, what is going on there? Why is this pulsing, right? And so you, you click on that. And we drop you into the room, and at the top, we're like, gather around the campfire. The campfire is the best place to hash things out quickly, throw links and images back and forth, think out loud, share news, riff, and chat in real time with your team. And then we suggest, hey, start by saying hi to your team. Um, we've got this little arrow that's sort of you know, popping down here. And then we say, everyone will be notified that you're chatting here. So I'm like, oh, OK, hi. And at the very least, I've just said hi. So at the very least, What's going to happen now is everybody else who would have been on the base camp, in this case, no one else is because I've invited nobody to it But for this demo purpose. But by default, everybody in your company is added to every base camp that you create. So all you know, 30 people, 40 people, 6 people, whatever, however many people you have in your company would have received a notification that says, hey, Jason's chatting in here. Come on in. And they get a link either via email or on their phone or, or, or uh, in the app if they're already in, and they would drop in and start to say hi. And we found this to be the lightest weight way to just get people involved, to get people going at some level, right? Yep. Um, and so um, that's sort of the golden path we chose, which was this pulsing room. You, you jump in. There's instructions just to say hi. Uh, and you say hi. People get a notification that people can just jump in, right? Yep. And so at the very least, we're, we're, we're encouraging some participation there. And that people know how to talk to each other. So it's a very lightweight way just to get people going. Um, now, in each one of these other tools, we, we, we have like these blank slates that are basically explaining. So I just jumped into the message board. It's like the message board keeps discussions focused on topic and organized in threads. Um, why would I do this? Well, you might post here to share an update on your progress so far, to gather feedback on your latest work, and to post a kickoff and rally the team. I actually want to improve on these a little bit, but we're, we're describing what it's for and then like when would you use it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so we're doing that for each one of these different tools. So to-dos, so this is what lets you outline and divvy up work, when would I use to-dos, to dump all the tasks that are floating in your head, to outline high-level objectives and milestones, to assign work to yourself or a teammate, that sort of thing. Um, so we have these sort of blank slate descriptive things. Now, another thing we've decided is that at the bottom of the base camp, we have a little welcome block. And um, this welcome block will get pushed down over time and I'll show you that in a second. But um, we have a link off to the to the um, marketing site to explain the different tools. So if you click this, you're 
dropped on the marketing site that explains the tools and gives you sort of a, 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 an overview of each tool. Um, and if you need a hand with anything, we'll take you directly to support where you can ask our, our support team for help if you need any help. Um, so we have some of that stuff set up. And then this, this will stick around with you forever. It'll just get pushed down over time as history fills up above. So if you go to another base camp, like this is a, an actual base camp, as you scroll past the tools, there's a timeline history of everything that's been happening in that base camp over time. And if you were to scroll all the way down to the beginning, you'd still have that, that little block of help. Um, but um, right now, it's at the top because it's, it's like close to your, your new, so it's, it's, it's close at hand. As you do sure. stuff, it gets pushed down, right? But the thing I wanted to also share with you is this, was this other thing. So one of the techniques was to pulse this um, and then encourage you to say hi, and then we have a golden pass where the hi gets sent out to everybody so they can jump in. Great, yeah. The other thing we've set up is in the automatic check-ins feature, rather than having, um, again, let me remind you that we have these suggestions on how to use or when you might use a particular tool. For automatic check-ins, we actually have four suggestions already set up for you. So um, these are four automatic check-ins you can set up for your team. So uh, what are you working on? We ask this uh, people once a week, so I just turn that on. And boom, I'm going to ask everybody on this base camp every Monday, 9 a.m., what they're working on. Um, also, if I turn that on at the same day, uh, every Monday morning, people are going to be asked if they're blocked in anything. If I turn this on, it's like, what would you work on today? And this is asked every weekday of everybody who's on the, on the base camp. So at the end of every day, people are asked this. And I can also turn this one on, see anything great that, lately that's inspired you. Um, so I don't have to go set these up. I can just turn these on or off. So we have some things that are pre-set up because I found that like, yeah, you can go through and set this up yourself, um, but by having some that are pre-set up on on a, on a pre-set up uh, interval already, it's really easy just to flip them on and have Basecamps just start working for you automatically without you having to imagine how you might use this particular feature. So I really like this as a pattern, and I'd like to see us explore that pattern elsewhere. So perhaps we could have a couple pre-written messages that aren't sent out yet, but you can, like, we can have a kickoff message here or some other type of message that you could just say, like, send this rather than you having to go write the first message, things like that. So we've kind of been exploring a few different patterns um, for a few different tools, and that's just something I thought was kind of a, a different approach that I thought would be interesting to share um, and sort of get your take on, Nathan, what you think of these different sort of approaches. Well, I mean, I like it a lot. Like, I mean, I um, the thing that draws us into Basecamp three the most are these check-ins, and it's like, um, and and it was so easy simply because like I didn't have to think too hard about like what I was even setting up. Like, I I, I forget like the it's been a it's been a little while now when I set those up. But I feel like if I remember correctly, there's still a little bit of dread going into check-ins, thinking I was going to have to figure out like, okay, now what am I going to want to do? Like, I'm gonna. Do I want to like get an, okay, the afternoon, do I want to send people an email every morning about what they're working on or do I want to like a done list of what they did work? I was a little bit of like, I was, there was some anxiety there about like, what do I have to figure out here? Yeah. Um, and so it was a pleasant surprise to just get the things I could turn on and I didn't, you know, I didn't bother with it. It was like, oh, sweet. You know, I, I, right now we just do the Monday mornings, what's on your plate. I think that's what you were calling it before. So we've still got that title, but it's like, 
yeah what's on your plate this week and then what did you get done today yeah and it was just like two clicks right two clicks versus all the things that I thought I had to figure out um, was a great touch. I totally agree. I'd love to find more places where it's just, you know, there's a flexibility in the software, but you've made it so easy that it could start doing work for you with just like two clicks. And maybe you don't even have to do any more after that, right? Like I haven't even set up any other check-ins. So it's yeah. like, it's, it, I, I love it. I love the pattern you guys use there. And I, and I yeah, I'd love to find more places to use it myself. Yeah, I'd like to see what we could do about that pattern. Automatic check-ins is is a is an obvious, simple, straightforward one because we can set things up ahead of time and you just turn them on. Posting a message or like making to-do lists for people can be like that. That's a lot different because people work in different ways. But it, it, I'd like to s sort of see if we can follow that pattern elsewhere. Um, like for example, in to-dos, we might have a few canned lists like. Um, Bug reports, like do you want to add a bug reports list to your to-dos? Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to add a list of like things to do this week? Yes. Like rather than you having to go make the first list and typing like, you know, things to, things we should focus, you know. Um, rather than having to like even imagine that that yeah. is an option, just have it and then say, yes, add it. And then it's yeah. added, right? So little, and it's, it's kind of like these little silly things. It's like, well, how hard was it to add that? It's not about how hard it is to do the thing. It's about the imagination and like understanding. And by the way, it doesn't take imagination to think of this, but it's more about like, if you don't know what you can do with the tool yet, giving people something they can just flip on or add to versus them having to even think about how to structure something ahead of time is, is I think a real, a real win. So Doing more stuff like this, I think, would be really handy. Like, yeah. you know, bugs or bug reports, whatever, right? So you just like these could have already been there, and I could just say add these to my to my base camp or, or not. So that could be kind of a handy, handy way to get people going early as well. Yeah, so, I mean, we've had the same when when we talk to a lot of you know we've talked about this before on the show, but when we talk to a lot of customers of high rise, they love the flexibility, but then they also hate the flexibility. Like they 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 get into a, a state where they don't know the best way to accomplish something. Yep. Um, and like you know, with with like the check ins, I can see the same thing. It's just like, well, I like check ins because I can ask these you know status reports of my employees but then it's just like but what is the best way to do this right and you guys have already thought about it so i'd like more of these golden paths for ourselves like what is the best way of of tracking certain projects you might have at high rise like you know getting press or you know doing customer development raising money um there's i picked up a book this weekend i get a lot of inspiration from like people who are still doing like physical methods of things yeah I bought a book this weekend. It was it's an organizer for people who want to start their first crafts business. And it's just a paper book. It's a binder and it's got some to-do lists in there, but it's very specific to the crafts business. And it's very inspiring what this person who made this book, they basically go through a golden path of helping people think about organizing their new crafts business. Yeah. Like the to-dos of, of gathering the types of supplies they need. There's a very specific page about thinking about um, craft ideas that you might want to sell on an Etsy or something. There's even like, if you want to organize your contacts, there's like, here's your accountants. Like it's very, totally. it's very organized. There's a golden <laughs> path if you want to create this type of business. I and love it's a that. Little, 
it's a little, you know, it's very niche the crafts business, but there's a lot of inspiration there about golden paths that I think a lot of, more of us should think about for our own products. I agree. And, and I've been doing demos of Basecamp 3 for people and, and, and a lot lately. And it's interesting um, and totally understandable. People are like, they, they, they get all the functionality and they think this is like, this is killer for what we need to do. But then the, then the next thing is like, how would I do what we need to do in this? Like, attaching, like kind of figuring out a way to um, to take their workflow into something is, is challenging. So for example, another example should be like in docs and files, maybe I should just have some folders pre-made, which is like, um, you know, image images, right? And maybe I should have another folder, which is like, um, uh, you know, uh, notes. Or maybe there should be another one called meeting minutes, right? I don't know. And maybe these should just be pre-created. Yep. And, uh, you know, then I can I can like start a document and like, you know, uh, uh, you know, December one. Whoops. And let me just like go to go to signal versus noise and just grab some text really quick just to paste something in, um, which for the hell of it, right? Uh, I'll just take this. So, um, you know, maybe maybe these are the meeting minutes for for December one, right? Publish and um, you know, I put them right there, but I can just drag them into that folder now. They're organized in the meeting minutes folder. So, like, maybe you should even have a few sample documents in here. You know, I don't know, like. Maybe we should do a little bit more of that. So when you create a new base camp, there's there's some structure set up. Perhaps over time we would do them for different industries. You know, like um, if it's a design project, you might have images and you might have you know final comps or like I don't know what the things might be, right? But we could maybe perhaps allow you to sort of pick something and then start you off. And it might be ninety percent fit, maybe it's an eighty percent fit, but um, maybe it just at least gets you going in a way that yeah. you can start to think about this. And then there's some people who just want to be told exactly what to do. Like, they're very smart. It's not about not being smart. It's just like, tell me how to use this product in the best way possible. And so we could just like give them the complete golden path. Like, this is the base camp way. And then they can just fill in their process. Like, they don't even have a process yet. So we could sort of help them with the process. So. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. don't even need, there's so much evidence that that is true, what you're saying. Like, how many things can you think of in your head already that's like, here are 90 days to accomplish this, or 30 days to accomplish this, right? Like, totally. people love just being given, because it's like, we, we're, we're, there's so many things to decide on. Like, we already make so many decisions. It's nice to, like, have the planning taken away. Like, you still have to do work, but at least here's a path that you can just follow. It works for these folks. Maybe it's not the best for everybody, but maybe it'll work for me. Let me give it a shot. So I love this, this path you guys are taking. Yeah, another example is like this is our base camp for our whole company, sort of our company intranet. And if we had a company intranet sort of base camp you could set up for everybody, um, we, could, we could have some um, set up, like the questions could be different, right? So in ours, we have like a question we ask um, once a month, what are you reading? So everybody in the company shares books that they've been reading, right? And um, you might not think to use Basecamp that way. And if we don't show you that you can use Basecamp that way, you may never connect the dots. But we know it's a great pattern to ask people in the company what they're reading once a month and have it all stored here on the record so people can come back to it later and refer to it. And it's a really nice pattern. And we should you know, institutionalize that pattern somehow in the product, perhaps, for a Basecamp that's used for your company intranet. Another one is, what do you look like? Um, which is what we asked. Oh my God, James shaved his head. I didn't actually know that. So we asked people this question because we don't see each other very often. So we're a remote company. Um, and so we ask everybody automatically. Basecamp asks everybody every Monday what they look like and they share pictures of themselves so the rest of the company can see what everybody looks like and like what's going on in their world and their place and the whole thing, right? Yep. So um, 
we we um, we do that, and like people might not think about doing that, right? So another one is like, what'd you eat for lunch, which is sort of a goofy one, but like, what will you be working on this week is another one we just recently added, which is company wide. Doesn't matter what job you're in. Like, what are you what are you doing this week? Um, and so people just fill out what they're doing this week, so people have a general sense of what's going on this week in, in their own company of who's doing what. And it's not about coming back later and going, did you do the seven things you said you were going to do? It's more just about like, here's roughly what people are working on so everyone else has a sense of what's going on across the company in everyone else's own words. And so this is another thing we could have as a pattern. So finding these patterns and baking them into sort of pre, uh, pre-configured versions of base camps I think would be really handy. Uh, and so anyway, I'd like to see us do more of this kind of stuff. Um, and anyway, I just wanted to share some of the early uh, attempts, uh, initial, I shouldn't even say early, like an, uh, initial attempts at baking in some of this, um, but not kind of going all the way where I'd like to see us go down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to do a lot more of this too. Yeah. So it's a good goal for the new year. Like we, like even this, I'll stop sharing my screen by the way, so we can, we can talk. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, there's just patterns that we see even like in how we use things like Kairos ourselves. Like, you know, I'm, I'm using it to, we're using it for all this customer support. There's certain things that I've, I've picked up habits like, uh, by the way, is my screen off now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go on, sorry. I just want to make sure. Um, there's just certain, you know, simple email replies that are just like, hey, thanks for the note that like, it's only a couple lines, but it's like, that'd be a nice one just to include, you know, it uses the, um, it uses, we have like an auto completion kind of thing. So like, yep. you can use fields in these templates and when you pick the template, it fills it in with their first name or whatever. And it's like just something like that. Like, it doesn't take long. You could make that template yourself like I did in, you know, it just, it takes like, you know, just the typing of the words like yeah. hi, drop, you know, use the menu to pick the, the, the little dynamic field. But it's just, we could save someone, you know, 20 keystrokes by including this ourselves and actually be a big win, I think. Speaking of that, let me, I'm going to go share my screen one more time and show something else that we, um, we did around that. Um, so uh, let me go back to this work in progress. Uh, oops. You go to this one, uh, this demo I just set up, right? So I want to, um, I want to add a client. If I was to add a client to this, um, I'm just going to add some fake people here really quick. Um, so I've just now added a client uh, to to this base camp. Okay, so um, now uh, we have two tabs, which is talk to your team. The client can't see any of this, and then talk to the client. So this is all the client can see. But what we do is the first time you want to use the client, we call this feature the client side, which separates all client communications from internal communications. So clients don't ever see any unfinished work or, or, or something they're not supposed to see. Um, we basically say, hey, first, before you use this, um, you need to send a kickoff. You should. We, we suggest that you send a kickoff message to your client to let them know that you're using this thing called Basecamp. So it's not this big surprise to them, right? Now, you can skip this step, or you can go, here, which is what we recommend, which is a drafted message we've already written for you that says, here's a quick intro to Basecamp. Hey, I just want to officially kick off a project with a quick introduction to Basecamp. Basecamp's a tool we use, and this would say your company name, um, at Basecamp uh, to keep our projects organized and on track. We'll be using it to manage all the work we're doing for you. From time to time, we'll send you messages, questions, or updates. You'll get everything via email. You just need to read them and reply to the emails as needed, that whole thing. So we've already written this sort of kickoff intro to your client, which of course it's a draft, so you can go through and go, I don't like that line, I'm gonna get rid of that, and 
you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. um, and then who do you want it to be sent to? And then you send it off, right? So this is again, golden path, which is saying, we think it's important to tell your client that you're using this system to let them know that they don't have to do anything. Everything's going to be handled completely over email. So they don't have to sign up and they're not going to be surprised when they get the first email. Uh, and they'll get that email first and then they'll, they'll go, oh, okay, cool. This is that thing that my firm told me about. Cool. We're on board. I get it. Sweet. And so it's just this gentle entry into, into the tool if you're going to be using it with clients. So um, anyway, I'll just send that off to the client. It's fake. And there, there we have it. And now that message is now sent. It's now stored on the, on the client side message board. Um, and it's just like there's a history that I sent it and I know who I sent it to and when I sent it and what it said. And it's just this really nice pattern of, of, of getting people into it the first time. How do you balance? So th these are obviously awesome ideas. Like I am fully on board with doing this and, and us doing more of it. How do you balance that though with like one of the challenges we have is just balancing when to spend more time on these touches versus feature requests, right? And, yeah. and I, I'm not a big fan of bloating the product, but and, and, but there's there's obviously things that people want in high rise, things that we want it to do, right? Like there's I could name a million things, uh, recurring tasks, uh, better filters, but we, I could also spend a good chunk of time doing things like this, like more onboarding, more little nuggets like this. Like, do you do you feel like you have any kind of? Is it just like a, a feel? You know, are you just doing it kind of by gut feel? Like, eh, maybe this this sprint for the next couple of weeks we should work on our onboarding versus anything new yeah. or, or do you kind of have a plan when it comes to this? Well, you know, to be honest, um, I think this is probably the most important work you can do in your product forever. Like yeah. if you think about it, like, um, high rise has everything hundreds of thousands of companies need to, to work the way it's been built. Right. Yep. The challenge really is getting them to understand how it works and to see the value in it and to to understand to make it easy on them. It's not about like adding the bulk feature, you know. It is about that at some level, but the biggest challenge is not that. The biggest challenge is getting like, getting your conversion rate up from whatever it is to three or four or five or six or ten times that. Um, people who are coming to sign up, they want to use this thing. They're not signing up for fun. They're signing up because they want to use it. And they want to understand how it works. And they want to improve their own workflow, and they want to get their shit together. Like everything you can do to help them, to help them meet those expectations, help the product meet their own expectations, the better off you're going to be. So, I'm starting to believe that we should always have an onboarding project running. Hmm. We should always have some like 10 percent, 20 percent of our time, and we haven't implemented this yet. Um, we're still sort of in the dust clearing phase of the launch, yep. which is just a few weeks ago. But like, as we get into to feature work and getting back into like improving the product at a big, big level, I'd like to pitch that we should forever have 10, 20% of our efforts going into first time user experience, onboarding experiences, um, handholding, demoing, all that stuff. Because really, um, that's where people are left at the door. Like they either come inside or they don't. And, um, a lot of times they don't come inside is because they don't know what to do next or they don't see how it's going to work for them. All the functionality they'll ever need is there, but they just don't know how to, to tie it all together and to, to make it a part of their own workflow. Yeah. So I'm starting to believe that this is something that should be done all the time. That it is, it is as important as customer service. It is as important as 
any other work that you're doing, if not the most important thing you're actually doing. Yeah. You know, um, that's kind of, that's kind of, I mean, I was trying to think of these weird metaphors, but like, I'm, I'm not going to like, like if, if you have a retail store and you're talking about which items to stock in your store and what the product mix should be in the whole thing, like, but your front door is like locked half the time <laughs> or like the door doesn't work and it's really, 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 really heavy and people try to open it and it's like, I can't open this door. They're not open right now. Like that is the most important thing you should be doing is making sure the door is easy to open and, it, and, and that when you walk in the store, it's welcoming. Like those are the things you want to do. It doesn't matter the product mix yet necessarily because they haven't even gotten in the front door yet. So as long as as long as they're interested in the in the because they look in the front window and they like see stuff that they want to walk in and check out, you got to make the front door the most important thing at that point because you got to get them in the store. And so I feel like that's kind of what onboarding is all about, and and we should be focusing on that all the time. Yeah, and part of part of the reason I want to do more and more in person demos, it, we talked about this a few shows ago, is to is to quickly see the early reactions about like I don't know what to do next or I don't know why it's this way or what would I do if or when should I do that or this and then incorporate that stuff into the onboarding in the product itself. So anyway, that's my take on it. I think that's it's good. probably the most important feature work you can do. Cool. That's good. Very good point. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's some of the stuff I want to share around that. Um, any um, Anything else you want to chat about or... No, that's good. That's probably yeah. a good stopping point. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, I hope I hope this was interesting for people to see some of these ideas and. Oh yeah, I think also to see like this was great. like we're we're like we launched something that's uh, the onboarding stuff. I think is 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 adequate, but it's certainly not where we want it to be. Um, and uh, over time, I hope we hope we get there. And so, hopefully, I'll be able to show some more stuff, some improvements along the way as as we go. Yeah, yeah. right on. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, thanks for showing that. Uh, yeah. Right, three o'clock tomorrow. Is that going to work? Uh, we need to do a little bit, like probably three thirty tomorrow. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, cool. Um, Sounds good. Everybody, thank you for watching, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel and tell your friends about the show, please. Please, please, please appreciate that very much. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. Like.